Hey there, and thank you for listening to Bandwidth Coast to Coast. Recent to 10 years ago today, I learned a new art. It turns out I've been capable of this for some time before, just was never able to put it into much practice before. This isn't an art that requires much supplies or studying, but it's purely based on experience and acceptance. And I think it takes an experience of exploring a place of wonder to flesh it out and reflect it back. That is, if you're willing to open your eyes. All this needs, as I experience it, is a pencil, paper, backpack, shoes, a few shirts, swimsuit, add the clothes on your back, and you'll have all you need. What I'm speaking of is backpacking. A hobby, profession to some, or perhaps just a long past summer for others. This art is where you spend a period of time exploring a land new to you by ways of dirt roads, boats, buses, motorcycles, tricycles, jeepneys, any way to get around with the aim of seeing it through the eyes of a resident. Now, there are many guides that will ensure that you never experience being lonely along the way, keeping yourself as busy as can be every day, stretching into quick nights of sleep. But the purest way to do this is to take your pals or your consciousness and set out. While I was spending some time in Asia, I had several of these adventures, and I could tell you a few entertaining stories from backpacking just to pique your attention. Either how I almost didn't get allowed into Japan under suspicion of being a spy, how I spent an afternoon walking through an abandoned town, overtaken by a mudslide, or how I experienced my first lesson in meditation at a naked hot spring from a man who spoke no English. A hot spring that me and my ten travel companions only got in through the help of a boy no older than six, whose parents were delighted in him putting his English lessons to use, and who were kind enough to give us coupons for free towels. Or when I rolled into a small village on a dirt bike, with a friend in the back and a mate beside on a scooter, ignorantly asking if there was a cafe near, only to have the lone shop owner's mother offer to make us a meal, with no money ever discussed. It was the best spam I've ever had. I didn't even mind picking the bugs out. Which is a story that 10 years later I still carry with me, feel with the scar on my knee, and what I chose to write down once and have come back to tonight. It's the story of when I found a paradise. Now, not a sense of a heavenly perfect place, but rather the most perfectly imperfect spot of land I had yet gained the chance to lay my head down for a night's rest. There were majestic limestone islands that stretched for as long as my sight could reach, looking as if somebody threw them in place, tossing them where they see fit, and ornating them with white sandy beaches along their edge in a similarly haphazard way. A place where the air was a cocktail of humidity, salt, and the untainted nature of clean, clear air that leaves you longing for it on those dreary city days. See, the idea I've always had of paradise isn't the sort of getting fat and drunk at the side of the water, but rather one where I can lose myself in something larger than me. Something that forces me to step out of myself and into a world where if I was to think for too long, I would miss something of wonder. Like the water at night that lights up with a green glow from any mere disturbance to his plasticity. Kayaking was the way I momentarily achieved this paradise goal. Camping with mates on those tossed limestone islands. The mind-clearing motion of the paddles hitting the water rhythmically, while the front of the boat moves through the subtle waves like cutting silk. The motion is still easy for my ears to hear. Having my eyes filled with the grandest scope of ocean, trees, rocks, and sand. Finding monkeys and cats on islands that were well off any mainland, 
which I can only deduce they have been there for some extended period of time or placed there recently. This new art gave me a perspective on what can be described with the extent of a pencil and paper. How some things, no matter how strong your pen is and how hard your ego persists, can't be done justice. How learning what you can go without changes what you need. Now, 10 years later, I'm learning that something so distant can feel so close and encapsulating. That time waits for no one, but folds for all. This expressed metamorphosis, I fear, comes with a great cost. You see, I saw this majestic, mystic land by way of spoken word through travelers and explorers alike. A few beats around the sun before Instagram further altered the lens in which we see the world and ourselves. The truth I'm seeing is the more people that even hear this story, with just small anecdotes about travels and adventure, and the more people tell theirs through images and excess, the more the memory of this paradise is nothing more than a memory. How that remarkable air is polluted with the air of tourists. How the dirt road that took claim to the skin off my knee is going to be paved over with the words of progress and economics. There then go the displaced animals on sandy shores, or the local man, who in broken English told me how he wishes to protect the island we camped on, his home. There they all go, exchanged for motorboats and resorts. The world and my view on it has changed since learning this art. As the year in hibernation is seemingly coming to an end, I ponder ever more what will happen to a commodified art of observance without impression, immersion without destruction. Will more places be gone from the cost that myself and people like me have robbed to gain a perspective they weren't seeking? Or as the world was served a lesson in how connected we are, do we reap ever more distant effects, save the few who capture, filter, post? The majesty is of the moment, not the setting. For anywhere can be a paradise of wonder, itching to be seen. It's amazing how much time causes things to change. And all I'll be left with is the memory and these words on a page. If you'd like to listen to us on your streaming platform of choice, sign up for a mailing list to be the first to know about episode drops or ask questions to upcoming guests. Please follow us at bandwithpodcast.com. And of course, if you like what you hear, follow, comment, or subscribe to the pod, however it is that this is getting to your ears.